The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Luke. At that time, the Lord appointed 72 others whom he sent ahead of him in pairs to every town and place that he intended to visit. He said to them, the harvest is abundant, but the laborers are few. Ask the master of the harvest to send out laborers for his harvest. Go on your way and behold, I am sending you like lambs among wolves. Carry no money bag, no sack, no sandals. Greet no one along the way. Whatever house you enter, first say, peace to this household. If a peaceful person lives there, your peace will rest upon him. <clears throat> if not, it will return to you. Stay in the same house and eat and drink what is offered to you, for the laborer deserves his payment. Do not move about from one house to another. Whatever town you enter and they welcome you, eat what is set before you. Cure the sick in it. Say to them, the kingdom of God is at hand for you. Whatever town you enter and they do not receive you, go out into the streets and say, the dust of your town that clings to our feet, even that we shake off against you. Yet know this, the kingdom of God is at hand. I tell you, it will be more tolerable for Sodom on that day than for that town. The 72 returned rejoicing and said, Lord, even the demons are subject to us because of your name. And Jesus said, I have observed Satan fall like lightning from the sky. Behold, I have given you the power to tread upon serpents and scorpions and upon the full force of the enemy, nothing will harm you. Nevertheless, do not rejoice because the spirits are subject to you, but rejoice because your names are written in heaven. The Gospel of the Lord. Last week I mentioned that we're beginning our ordinary time and we're going to be in this ordinary time. Ordinary means in order. So this is the 14th Sunday, then 15th, 16th, all the way up to the 33rd Sunday. Um, all ordinary time, I'll wear green the whole time as a sign of hope, sign of spring, sign of newness. Um, so we're going to be in this, this cycle all the way until Advent and Christmas. So basically Thanksgiving. Seems like a long time and yet it'll go by fast, doesn't it? Um, through these 21 weeks, we're going to be walking slowly through the Gospel of St. Luke. So that's the cycle. There's really three cycles, A, B, and C. And um, we're in C cycle, St. Luke, companion to St. Paul. He was a medical doctor, uh, wrote the, the Gospel. So we're going to be walking through the Gospel of St. Luke. Today we're in the 10th chapter. We're going to conclude in the 23rd chapter right beyond the altar there at the foot of the cross. At the foot of the cross. Last week we were in the 9th chapter. So Jesus began his journey. So this journey we're going to take this summer and this fall. And Jesus, uh, Luke recorded, when the days drew near for Jesus to be taken up, Jesus set his face to go to Jerusalem, set his face. So other translations set his face like flint, 
Now, if you don't know what flint is, when I was growing up, I was in scouting, and I would take flint, oftentimes it's that hard mineral that uh, would be at the base of uh, railroads. So I would, no one works for the railroad here, do you? <clears throat> I would steal flint from there, just one or two pieces, and then we would use it for flint and steel, okay? Because uh, it's a hard surface, it, it was a little bit flaky, and of course uh, the North American Indians, they would use flint for their spears and arrowheads. So that, that gives you an idea what flint is. So flint, uh, Jesus set his face like flint. Now there were, there's a hardness, determination, and a sharpness. He knew exactly where he was going. He knew exactly what was going to happen. Three times he would tell the apostles that the Son of Man must go to Jerusalem, must die, and will rise from the dead, although the apostles didn't quite understand what does that mean. So keep this in mind. So this is going to be a long journey for us, just this summer and fall. Jesus has announced where he's going, and so now each Sunday we're going to hear about this journey and we're going to end up at Christ the King at the foot of the cross. So, today's reading. A couple of take-home messages for us uh, as we begin this journey. First of all, he had the 12 apostles. Then he selected 72 others. Disciples, we call them. And he sent them ahead of him. Notice that he sent them ahead in pairs. Pairs. Two by two. So there was only 36 places, 36 towns, that they could cover. Obviously, they could have covered a lot more territory if they would have gone out one by one. But our Lord was, was wise because he knew for them to not only proclaim the gospel, that the kingdom of God is at hand, but for them to live that gospel, it was going to be necessary for them to have partners. They needed to be with others. We were made for community. And so, question might be for us today is um, what, what's our partner? Who's walking with us in living the gospel and in proclaiming it? If you are struggling with your faith, you're in the right place because that's why we gather every Sunday is we need one another. So always, I always tell the, the different, you know, like kids says, oh, I don't want to go to mass. Well, I miss you. I need you to come to Mass, because your faith here helps me to be faithful. So we need one another. So Jesus sent them out two by two. So that's the first point that we want to remember. Secondly, that Jesus, what did he ask him to take? Not a whole lot. You know, maybe there was, a, a, you know, it's kind of like today when we travel on an airplane, <clears throat> you don't want to take a whole lot because your luggage may end up on the East Coast and you're going to the West Coast, right? So you want to travel light, and yet you, what you do want to travel with needs to be important. He told him, don't bring money bags, no sacks, no sandals. Travel light. I did find it interesting that he told them, do not greet anyone on the way. I wonder why. Perhaps like his face was set like flint to his destination, he didn't want his disciples to dilly-dally and get distracted before they got to their destinations. Now, for some of you, dilly-dally is a deep theological word. 
And so sometimes we, we do this. Yeah, have you ever gone to the, the grocery store and get distracted by this, that, or the other? And then you get in there, well, I'm kind of at the age where you're thinking, oh, what did I come in here for? So that's what happens. And so I wonder if that's what our Lord was saying. You know, you need to, do, you need to get to your destination. So the question for us is what burdens, what anxieties, what distractions is preventing us from our destination? What do we need to do to lighten our load? And finally, once they arrived, Jesus asked them to stay, stay where they were at, not to move about. We do have a tendency to want to move about, especially when we don't feel welcomed, when people resist us or even reject us. Rather, Jesus said, stay in place. Keep proclaiming that the kingdom of God is at hand. Perhaps there's places in your heart, your family, your community where, where you wanted to just move on, and yet the Lord is inviting you, stay. Stay and keep proclaiming. Be still and know that I'm with you. Community and the need for it. Traveling light and being at peace with where we're at. These are good lessons for us today. And for today, that's enough. Next week, we will continue our journey to Jerusalem with Jesus.